Welcome to the ADHD Power Podcast. ADHD Power helps working professionals and entrepreneurs with ADHD maximize the positives and minimize the negatives of ADHD so that together we can use our superpower to make the world a better place. I'm Nicola and I have ADHD. I'm an ADHD productivity coach, master student and podcaster. So a warm welcome to the 60th episode of the ADHD Power Podcast. And today we will talk about four guaranteed ways to get depressed if you have ADHD. I would like to share with you a little bit from my personal experience uh, having ADHD, four things that I did in the past that definitely worsened my situation with ADHD. Yeah, a little bit my advice from coming from a chronic procrastinator with ADHD, going to an elite university student and entrepreneur. So let's get started, guys, with the first thing as a guaranteed way to get depressed if you have ADHD, and that is watch porn. I know this is a little bit a sensitive topic, but I guess it's highly relevant when it comes to ADHD. Watching porn is highly seductive for our dopamine deficient ADHD brain. And as you know, ADHD is actually a dopamine deficit disorder. So therefore, we are craving for that quick dopamine hit. And if we use the wrong source, it can get a little bit dangerous for our ADHD brain, I would uh, say it like that. And um, I also struggled with watching porn in the past. I watched porn in the past and I never felt good when I did that, you know, and why I think it's also so relevant because a lot of people nowadays suffer from porn addiction and um, therefore I think it's important to address a little bit that topic and I can share with you from my uh, personal experience. So simply, if you want to feel worthless, do what I did. Use fake sex pixels to escape my problems for a few minutes, rein my confidence only to get a cheap dopamine hit and also feel guilt and social anxiety for days afterwards. Yeah. So therefore, my conclusion was simply watching porn is not good for my life, not good for my situation with ADHD. And therefore, I should stop that. And by the way, I can give you short an insight how I stopped watching porn. Pretty simple. I simply used a tracker like like uh, literally like uh, a simple tracker a calendar tracker and for each day i didn't watch porn i did like a cross you know because especially when i was 18 19 in that time i was watching regularly porn in the evening you know that procedure i don't need to uh, go more in depth uh, uh, more uh, or talk more about that you know what i mean and i simply stopped also with like watching porn masturbation and completely stopped and uh, how I did that is simply I used a tracker and for each day I was successful, I did a cross. And the cool thing is when you use such a tracker and you see, oh, seven days in a row, I really, I did th didn't do the thing that reinforces yourself because, or the identity you want to build up because you already see your success chain, uh, like seven days in a row, you didn't watch porn. And then that's simply reinforcing that you will continue like that. It shows you, oh yeah, I'm on the right path and therefore I don't want to let that success chain break, you know. So the main takeaway here is really if uh, if you are currently watching porn and you think it don't have an impact on your life, try stop watch porn and see how it improves your life or see if something changes and um, yeah maybe it will help you as well. And the main point is now uh, when I stopped watching porn. 
Um, what I did instead, of course, is I replaced that bad dopamine source with good ones like taking cold showers because taking cold showers increases your dopamine level by up to 250%, simply cold exposure. Also like eating a more protein-heavy diet, omega-3 fatty acids, working out five times a week because working out acts like as a natural stimulant for our ADHD brain and therefore is highly let's say, highly impactful and can definitely help us improve our situation with ADHD. So the first point, again, the first guaranteed way to get depressed is watch porn. Second one is eat sugar. So first of all, why this is important? Nutrition, so the things we are eating, from my point of view, has a huge can have a huge impact on our ADHD symptoms. And therefore, I pay really attention on what I eat nowadays. And the point is that the, the sugar in candy, soft drinks, fruit juices can definitely make can definitely make ADHD symptoms worse. Like we are more impulsive, we can't focus, we have brain fog, etc., etc. So, therefore, um, my conclusion was I need to take care uh, on that, and that's also the reason why um, I'm really, or simply the reason I started to eat pretty healthy is because I saw hey. I'm feeling great. I have more energy. I'm more clear in my head, more focused. Yeah, and um, what? Uh, and I can tell you a little bit from my experience as a freshman at university. In that time, like um, especially 2018, and also in the years before, sometimes um, I ate nasty takeout food and did binge eating in the evening. I overate regularly to gratify my ADHD brain. Spent tons of money which I shouldn't spend on fast food. So, um, and the point was always like, I was um, simply not eating healthy uh, food. And the consequence was, of course, my symptoms got worse. And that's also part of the reason why I would say I fall into a really severe depression in 2018. Yeah, not letting me to sleep, constant heart, um, high heart rate, etc. But the main point here is now, okay, now we know we should take care of what we eat if we have ADHD and maybe we shouldn't eat the bad sugar. Yeah, what we get uh, from candy, soft drinks and stuff like that. Now, what I experienced, what definitely helped in many ADHD lives as well as in mine, is simply to eat a more protein-heavy diet. Yeah, ADHD expert Dr. Amen um, talks in his book, healing ADD a little bit more in depth about this topic and my conclusion from this book is simply eat a more protein heavy diet eat more vegetables eat good fats um yeah so the, the main point what i got from him is simply eat more protein uh, more protein heavy diet and what i learned from other sources is also taking care of which kind of fats you are eating and that's what I learned from other sources like, uh, for example, flaxseed oil, etc., omega-3 fatty acids, etc., that can definitely help with ADHD symptoms. In my case, it definitely helped. So therefore, um, the main point here is maybe if you want to improve your life with ADHD, take care to stop eating sugar or simply try to go step by step, maybe one day you will eat a little bit less, next day again a little bit less, so yeah, that you simply can start to replace that bad food with good food, yeah, that's the point, and why I said now to do that slow, because I can tell you not, some people are pretty strict having ADHD, for example, in my case, sometimes I can be really clear, I can change my behavior pretty fast, but 
in some ways also not. But I experienced like many people, it's way more sustainable if you sh if you start slow, like by replacing maybe one part of your meal, um, for example, one part of French fries with a little bit more vegetables. So gradually improving your nutrition, what you're eating can help, is way more sustainable. And then you have not this abrupt change from today to tomorrow and you can adapt more to it. By the way, a great book to read if you have ADHD is Atomic Habits. There you can mo learn more about how can you build up good habits and break bad ones. So the second thing now was simply eat sugar. Yeah, the third one is forget what you want, live life to please others. Why is this important? Many of us ADHD years, we are suffering from people pleasing. Yeah, so was I, by the way. And sometimes I still struggle today. Although I would say I might, nowadays I can pretty strictly say no, and that's exactly the point here. People-pleasing simply means also we are, have hard times uh, to say clear no, yeah? Real quick, guys, you guys maybe know that we don't run any ads to grow this podcast, so the only ask that I have for you guys is that you help me spread the word to help more working professionals and entrepreneurs with ADHD overcome procrastination, be more productive, have their life in order, and use their superpower to make the world a better place. And the only way we do that is if you could rate, review, and share this podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do is just leave a review that takes you 10 seconds or one click with your thumb. That would mean a lot to me and more importantly it may change someone else's world thank you so much and i can tell you I, in the past i really struggled with that i i was doing things that didn't fit my values only to please others literally like i did things that i knew i don't like them but i did it to please others or i was being scared to express my real opinion because i really don't like rejection or drinking alcohol and smoking cigarettes only to be part of a group. Yeah, in the past I also drink, especially when was, I was 18, 19 in that period, I drink alcohol, I was partying, I smoked cigarettes, etc. to be feel cool and stuff like that. And at the point is simply like learning to say clear no was a huge, huge um, thing in my life. And of course you have different strategies to do that. Like for example... Um, if you want to set your priorities, priorities clearly, use the um, uh, 25 goals rule of Warren Buffett or the five second no of Charlie Munger. Those are uh, helpful tools. But the point here is simply learning to say no is a huge sh thing in many ADHD lives, I would say, because many of us, we struggle uh, from people pleasing. And the point I always like to remember why this is also so crucial to learn to say no is because oftentimes if we want to please others, we are not feeling good. And it's like the point of what many people say nowadays is love yourself because before you can love other people. So that's the same approach. Like you need to feel good in order to, let's say, have a great time with other people. Yeah, now first you need to feel good and that's way better be for everybody around you, yeah, because you're more balanced, etc. You feel better, you have better conversations, and etc. etc. So it's really first start with yourself. What can I improve? And then help others. You know, it's like, um, for example, I guess Jordan Peterson calls it like um, first clean up your room because before you go out 
uh, in the world, you know, and that's a little bit the same mindset here. First start with yourself that you feel good, that you have your life in order and then you can go out. Yeah, it's always a little bit the same gist, like love yourself first in order to love other people. Yeah, so that's definitely what I would say uh, helped me to improve my life uh, as an ADHD. So the third thing as a secure or a <laughs> for sure thing to get depressed uh, at least it was in my life, forget what you want, live life to please others. And the fourth, fourth thing now is be arrogant and try to figure it out yourself. So as you know, being told what we should do is for many people with ADHD a nightmare. Yeah, we are sometimes pretty stubborn individuals. So am I sometimes, I can be also sometimes pretty stubborn. And in the past, I was like not really accepting that I needed help to improve my life with ADHD. And what was the result? Failed exams at university, severe depression, which didn't let me sleep, starting too many projects without focus. And simply to the point is really, I started then after one time when I realized, hey, actually we have so many, many great resources nowadays. We can read books, or listen to podcasts, buy courses, etc., etc. I started to improve to simply educate myself because the point is why a lot of people move so slow and a lot of and a few people move so fast is because the few people they are not making the mistakes that others already have done for them you know that's the reason for example i also invest in other people's coaching program to improve my life to learn from others and simply to have the shortcut that's the point because you can save so much time if you're not doing exactly the same mistake that Many people have done it already before. So therefore, to read biographies, for example, is pretty helpful. To read self-help books, to listen to podcasts, yeah? So many, to buy other people's coaching program or simply courses, yeah? That's a great way to avoid mistakes that other people have already done. So like when it comes to business or your ADHD journey, yeah? So you don't need to figure it all out by yourself, yeah? Like... I did. I also figured a lot of uh, out by myself, but uh, then I started to educate more uh, myself, and this was so so helpful. And that was also the reason why I could so fast improve my life with ADHD. I would say, like starting with healthy habits, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, because I saw okay, those are the solutions how I could improve my life. Yeah, and reading, educating me with podcasts, etc., was really really helpful. Yeah. So the fourth thing is simply. Be arrogant and try to figure it out yourself. That's the way to get uh, depressed. And yeah, that's that's maybe also an important point, I guess. So, all right, guys. So I shared with you uh, just before, like, I was struggling with different things in the past, having ADHD, etc. But I'm really, really grateful that I turned things around and I can share with you now how my situation nowadays looks like, that you have a little bit of an understanding what changed in my life. I'm now 25. I'm running an ADHD coaching business. I'm more than six years in a wonderful relationship with a charges and incredible woman. I'm doing my master's degree in general management at an elite university in Switzerland. Yeah, by the way, I'm currently also in the US doing an internship next to that. So, I would like to share with you maybe as let's the main take some some key takeaways from my ADHD journey and at the end of this episode like how did I all change that and I give you simply three things that definitely improved my life three pillars and the first is simply taking responsibility 
owning your situation, starting always with yourself. Yeah, because it has no reason to blame others or other external circumstances for your own misery. It's not helping. Yeah, so that is simply a fixed mindset. What we actually want is a growth mindset to focus on the solution, to own your situation, to face your challenges, to face your uh, bad sides, and how then to focus more on the solutions. How can we improve that? And Nowadays, I really take complete responsibility for my life and actions, which is quite hard, but um, I guess it's the simplest way to focus more on the solution. I also work with my ADHD brain. I know, for example, what are my strengths. Yeah, for example, I really have this sensitive aspect when it comes to, for example, working with people. I love that work, working with people. So therefore, I really try to focus on my strength and use them in a productive manner to do something productive on this planet for example to help other people with this podcast with my coaching program etc etc also um my some of my strengths are like creativity or empathy and i always try to focus on that like creativity i can express that in my business in my podcasts yeah all the stuff i'm doing here building up a adhd coaching business that's a great way to do because entrepreneurship by the way and there are also many studies existing showing that that it's a great way if you have a great thing if you have adhd because you your adhd brain gets stimulated by so many different things yeah you are doing marketing you need to build the product you need to do the customer support, you need to do acquisition, selling, you need to fulfill um, to deliver the entire program, the product, etc. So you have so many things there to do and that's a great thing that, um, and that's also, I would say like, I would say, you know, 60% of all millionaires have ADHD and uh, ADHD is, I guess, 300 or 350% more likely to start a business, which is quite significantly. So therefore, maybe that's also something cool for you and you can express maybe there your strength of ADHD. Yeah. And a huge point also when it comes to that is simply stop limiting yourself. That's what I really also is a little bit connected with taking responsibility because I would say why many of us ADHDers struggle to live up to our full potential because we have so huge limiting beliefs and to start to like by, by simply um, being a little bit your own coach sometimes can also be helpful. Like talking to your uh, imaginary imaginary person yeah asking this person okay what should i do to improve my life yeah sometimes we know what we should do and um, having a little bit of this frame i learned that by the way from alex ramosi what simply means like um we are our own coach because sometimes we know what we should do to improve our life and which limiting beliefs we have so simply ask yourself which limiting beliefs do i have yeah and reflect a little bit upon that. So that can maybe help you. The second pillar I talked about is, or I would like to address, is living a deep life. Definitely helped me. So I use my ADHD productivity system. I worked really in a structured way with precise planning, time blocking, that kind of stuff. I use uh, digital minimalism. By the way, a concept from the book Digital Minimalism of Cole Newport. I also follow the 1% productivity practice, which simply describes to make consistent um, progress on my habits or stick consistently to my habits and also I try to avoid multitasking and distractions to be more focused and in the moment that was the second pillar living a deep life and the third one is simply following healthy habits like exercise five times a week really helpful when you have ADHD eat healthy 95% of the time taking cold showers also really helpful 
juggling because it stimulates one part of your brain that uh, can then improve your ADHD symptoms, practice gratitude to feel happy in the moment, educate me with books and podcasts, etc. So those were the three main pillars that definitely helped me to improve my life, taking responsibility, living a deep life and following healthy habits. So that was it for this episode. I would like to do a quick rundown, the four guaranteed ways to get depressed, only that you can really absorb them, remember them. The first one is watch porn. Second one is eat sugar. For, third one is forget what you want, live life to please others. And the fourth one is be arrogant, try to figure it out yourself. All right, guys, I hope that helps. And thank you so much for your attention listening to this podcast. I'm also really grateful for all your support. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to see you in the next episode. Have a great one. Bye-bye.